Duke Davis, Cannon Jones Jr. We are the main event. You're listening to Wrestling Cheer. Let's go! Taking your way in the world today Takes everything you got Taking a break from all your worries Sure would help a lot Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name And they're always glad you came You want to go where you can see that troubles are all the same And welcome back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're in Columbus. This is Wrestling Cheers. We like to talk about things going on in Northeast Ohio, independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a review of OWA's Good Trouble Volume 3. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Trending Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your Evelyn's Fine Podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we have the merch store over at WhatAmaneuver.net. Like I said, this is a review of... Ohio Wrestling Alliance's Good Trouble Volume 3. I've already introduced myself, and for this, well, I got the man that was with me for the show when we went there live, and that's none other than Charlie Butters. Hey, what's going on? You're, uh, you're, are you making a podcast comeback? Yeah, you know, I, I do them from time to time. All right, so we took a little road trip, our first road trip of 2022. Well, kind of a mini road trip because it's pretty refreshing compared to some of the other ones we've done down to Columbus to check out OWA. Um, what were your thoughts coming into this show and road trip about OWA? Um, I had seen some of their stuff before, uh, specifically their first, uh, uh, edition of good trouble. So I kind of knew what we were getting into and, uh, I really liked the concept and, uh, it's cool that we have, um, an all black wrestler show in Ohio. I think that was really neat. So I was really excited for that, especially with a lot of the talent that was on there. Um, obviously getting to see mysterious Q, who is one of the Texas pillars of wrestling along with Brian Keith, um, who I was hoping was on the show originally when we first talked about it, but, uh, he had other bookings, um, huge fan of that guy. Um, but you know, mysterious Q Broner, we got to see and like a uh, main event was on there and uh ach and i mean i could just name damn near half the card like i was so excited for like so many of these people uh especially some of the guys that like i've seen before like time bomb pro like frontman ja i've seen him a bunch and uh getting to see him live again was really cool um so there's there's a lot of like guys i was really excited to see um and and kind of hang out with and talk with and uh you know get to get to spend some time with and of course mouse was going to be there so you know i got to hang out with mouse and bother him for half the show <laughs> i know for me uh will has been trying to get me to come down to it was mostly unsanctioned an unsanctioned pro show just any of them mm-hmm. but i think he wanted me to come down just to a columbus show in general and i don't remember what made me look up when this show was 
but I saw it was on a Sunday uh, after the Super Bowl. I had nothing planned. Sundays are outside of football season, like probably the easiest day for me because I never work that day at all. And it just depends on if I have anything else going on or um, whatnot that I just can go out and do something. So seeing a lot of the names on this card, people that I like, and then on top of it, uh, like I said with Will, but there was also hearing about how great these all black wrestler shows were. Obviously not just Good Trouble, but, you know, Black Wrestlers Matter for the culture, something that was, you know, briefly mentioned last week and especially last year. I know um, talked about it with like Jocelyn and AC Mack. So it was like if there was any of them that I was going to go to, like obviously like Good Trouble is going to be the the best option because uh, Black Wrestlers Matter, the closest show they I believe they've done is was the one the day before this at in St. Louis. So closer, but not close enough for uh, me to easily go to for the culture uh, with it being normally around WrestleMania and like the collective stuff. Like I have never been around any of that. So like this was like hands down the best option. So it all lined up and, you know, obviously I wanted to get the interview with Broner at some point. uh, And this was like a way to get it done. So it was just like, a great thing all around of like, all right, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to do this. And like just getting down to Columbus to actually catch a show was, is pretty awesome because watching what they've done over the past, you know, handful of years, building a, their own scene because like they're not Cleveland. They're, they're not Dayton when, you know, that act was something with Rockstar and there's really nothing going on with Cincinnati. So it was like Columbus people definitely wanted something closer to home. And, you know, now they got two companies and these companies work together and put on a lot of great shit and even brought in, you know, Paradigm for a show. Right. So, like, they're adding to their own uh, formula, which I I thoroughly enjoy because it's like we can see what we can see here and a lot of other places. But, like, what they're building there is special and unique. So I think um, I was going to say, I think that... uh Columbus is really growing as like a wrestling town now. Um, you know, you have them, you have unsanctioned. Um, they've, they've been doing a lot of uh, work with like doing um, shows together. Um, you're getting a good mix of talent from all over the Midwest and East Coast. and Really cool. Um, the trip wasn't terrible. Like it's an hour from me to you. And then it was just two hours in the car, which flies by with us because we just talk about you know podcasting and everything else so it literally flew by uh it was i couldn't believe how quick it was especially like when we did our our stop and everything like that it was so quick uh to the to the show and everything so i'll I'll get to the stop in a second because that's something i did want to talk about or technically stops but also the fact of like a lot of the shows we've gone to are just you know so far away like i mean it's mostly black label and a couple shows in Minneapolis and still like that's all so much further away than just Columbus. Like Columbus is, you know, for me a good two hours. And that was on, that's also on the North side of Columbus and pretty easy to get to. Like I didn't need a GPS until we got close because I didn't know exactly where the venue was. And I definitely needed it. Cause it's like, it's like not that far off the road, but like there's so many like little turns Right. And everything to where I'm like, what the fuck? 
But uh, yeah, we did make technically made two stops, both within the same area. First was Toy Hunters, and it's technically in Ontario, Ohio, but I just say Mansfield, and I think a lot of other people do too. Um, you didn't buy anything, right? No, uh, I was gonna buy some Batman comics, and I decided not to. Like they they didn't really have anything that I really had to have. Like there's some stuff that was okay, but it was so overpriced. And it's just like there was stuff I would buy if it was cheaper. And then like I was thinking about like padding my wrestling collection with a handful of guys. Yeah. But I convinced myself otherwise. So, you know, just I mean, eh. I mean, that's why for me, just in collecting in general, it's like I it has to be something I really want. There were a few things there that I was like, I kind of wanted. Like I actually passed up something Ghostbusters. Um, It was fifteen dollars and it was the funko pop pin of zool and it was funny you mentioned that because i saw that and i specifically said it to see if you would see it or not so oh i I seen (laughs) it i was gonna be like hey justin check this out and i did it i was like i'll just send it here because i bet he'll see it like because it was they had them like flipped over so you couldn't see what it was and i flipped Mm. it over and saw it i was like oh cool so i said it like so that you'd probably catch your eye (laughs) glad it worked I wouldn't say necessarily it caught my eye, but it was like I was going through stuff and I would have looked through the pins because there's a a few that I'm kind of looking for. Like, obviously, I want the whole Ghostbusters set, but there's also like there's Macho Man uh, that I want and probably definitely a handful of others that I'm not thinking of. But money is is like kind of tight. And I was I wanted to only get like things that were I had like a good reason to get. So like I only walked out with a Dan Severn figure. And, you know, 10 bucks, uh, I'm pretty sure. I mean, there was two Severn figures there, and I think they've been there a while. Like, I swear I I saw them at one of the last times we were there, or even the last time I was there. I can't remember exactly when it was, but I remember leaving thinking I should I should have bought that because if Severn manages to come back to AIW again, which could happen, I have something for him to sign. And it would, right. I think it would look really cool, so... Got one just in case. Worst case scenario, I wasted 10 bucks. So not uh, thoroughly. I wouldn't be disappointed. But, I, you know, I, I always walk around that store, too, like looking at stuff. And there's a lot of stuff that may, I kind of want, but nothing that I'm like, yeah, like I, I really need that. Um, I mean, like a lot of stuff, even like when I went for my birthday, I kind of like forced myself to buy the entire uh, Ghostbuster figure set. Cause I, I like, I wanted to leave something like I'm there for my birthday. Like what, what is it? And they did have the whole entire set. Something weird that I said, I'm, I forced myself, but it wasn't like <laughs> I, at the top of my list, like other stuff, but I was like, ah, since they have the whole set here, I might as well fucking grab it. Yeah. It's, it's anymore. I'm like, it's hard with Marvel legends figures because like, as soon as like, they're not on the shelf anymore, people instantly just mark them up 20, $30 and they're not worth, they're not worth that to me. Um, and the crazy thing is to me is like, especially when they're like out of box, there's people still try to charge like way over value. I'm like, no, like there's no packaging to it. Like I, if I ever want to sell this, nobody's going to buy that for that same price. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. Like I mean, it should be under box retail. If you, it's, if it's out of the box, I don't care how rare that figure is. If it's open, it's not worth that much. Uh, it depends. Like a lot of, with it's a just lo- my opinion. I'm it's well, just, just in my opinion. Well, I I believe a lot of those stores go from uh, 
eBay sold listings. And like sometimes you're surprised at like what shit goes for. I just I don't know. I'm lately in a a real physical media collecting spree. Like obviously I've been into VHSs for about a good year now and I, there's still ones I'm looking for just at this point it's like finding places that sell VHS tapes cuz I don't always want to go through eBay and everything. Like I like going out and finding some and being like, "Ooh, this is really cool." I really need this for my collection or whatever it is. And then recently too, um, just regular like CDs and vinyl. Like I've been buying fucking kiss shit like crazy. Like I bought since toy Ohio and counting toy Ohio, I have bought a, some version of kiss destroyer. I want to say six times, <laughs> three on vinyl, three on CD, but they're all like different somehow, some way, whether it's, uh, packaging or special edition, or even like there's a resurrected version that has been like remixed and remixed, not like as in like remixes as we know it, but like mixed a different way and all that kind of stuff. And done, just try to make it sound, I don't want to say better than the album cover is like the original album cover that was intended for it. But anyway, that's just, I've been in, in that spree lately. So I've been going to the exchange and I've been looking up where record stores are because i want to be able to like go through record stores and there's surprisingly a good amount around but sidetrack <laughs> uh but we left there uh and we went to uh, uh kroger's because uh we wanted to try the apple mountain dew you're a big mountain dew guy i'm i'm always a sucker for trying new things like oh we got a new flavor of this like all right i gotta try it now like I've already tried Coke Starlight. Everybody says all these things that sound it tastes like it tastes like strawberry Coke. That's how I put it. Because when I tried it, uh, my wife said like, "Oh, people say it tastes like a red Starburst," and I'm like, "Oh, you mean a strawberry Starburst?" And I could taste it. And I was like, "Okay, it's just strawberry Coke." But anyway, uh, what were your thoughts on the Apple Mountain Dew? I mean, it was just you know some apple flavored Mountain Dew. It was all right. Like I still got like a quarter of the bottle that I didn't drink in my car rolling around somewhere. I bought two, one for me and one for my wife and she didn't drink hers until Saturday. And I got to drink a little bit of it with her. I, I like it. I think if it was here, I would, I would drink it from time to time. I thought it was, it was, it was a good flavor. If it, if it was something that became a national thing, like uh what is it? Spark the Mm -hmm. mountain dew like would you potentially get it a time or two then um probably i think my aunt would probably like get it for me because i don't drink pop outside of like if i get it with a meal from taco bell Mm. i literally i do not buy pop anymore i I drink water only at home and my aunt will buy mountain dew for me so like when I go to her place, I'll have a Mountain Dew and it's usually just the basic flavor. Um, unless it's summertime, then it's Baja Blast. But um, she, if that was available, she probably would buy me one or two. So, I mean, I probably would have you know, had it then, but I think my favorite flavor that's not like everywhere is the, the flavor from uh, Sheets. Like uh, that's like the best flavor. What's the shadow? Like it's like a sour raspberry. Um, it's blue 
or it's like a sour lemon. I don't know. It's like a sour something. It's really, it's really, really good. It's like atomic. It's atomic blue. It's like a sour blue, and it's really, really good. Hmm. I don't remember ever seeing that one. I'm gonna have to double check because I think for me, like my favorite two flavors of Mountain Dew is. I mean, this is like of all time, and I don't buy pop regularly. Is Voodoo Two, which was like Skittles, mm-hmm. and uh, the original Gamer Fuel. Like I loved that. So the Atomic Blue is electric lemonade, and it's similar to the Game Fuel lemonade. Okay, that's what it says on here. But it's it's really really fucking good. Like I I heard about it. So I was like, oh, I'll try it next time I go to Sheets, and I went stopped at the Sheets, and I got it out of the fountain, and it was really fucking good. Oh, it's fountain. I like, okay. I, like I, I never look at fountain. That's yeah. why. Yeah. It's, it's fountain only just like KFC has that, that peach, uh, Mountain Dew that's mm-hmm. like exclusive to them. And it's really fucking good too. I just never go to those places, but, it, but those are two of the best Mountain Dew flavors. But the, uh, I think my, my, probably my number one is the, uh, dollar general exclusive. That one's really fucking good. Okay. Which one's that? Um. Oh, that one's it's Maui Blast, Maui Burst. Excuse me, and yeah. it's like a pineapple flavor. It's really fucking good. Oh, I remember because that's the other one that I liked was the pina colada one that came out last summer, and everybody what I knew I I knew I remembered the the Dollar General one, but I couldn't remember what flavor it was. But everybody was like, "Oh, I just I just like the pineapple," and I'm like, the "I don't know." One was good too. That um. The melon citrus frostbite that one was all right with the shark on it yeah yeah, yeah. i don't remember I much of that one the alcoholic ones those are coming out now and i really want to try those i feel like those are going to be so hard to find well, i guess it's only like three states that have them right now but um eventually they'll be everywhere it just takes time like by summertime i'm sure we'll be able to just go in and buy them anywhere i'm sure they will be uh drank a bunch of them in the parking lot at rager this year <laughs> all right so that was like everything we did uh before the show then yes. we head we headed down to columbus which it worked out really well where our pit stop was because it was literally like it divided up the way down there by an hour each mm-hmm. so it just like i said worked out awesome but i mean for a two-hour drive for us still that's like that was nothing now, usually even like the five hour to, to Black Label or Indianapolis is fine. It's the coming home that's the hard part. And this wasn't um, too, too different from that. Like this was a little bit easier. It's I, mean, I still didn't get home till like midnight, but um, it was still better than like 5 a.m. So that's what I was about to say. Like that's still better than five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I still ended up playing hooky at work because I just had that like post wrestling adrenaline dump and just couldn't get going that morning so yeah it's gonna be fun when we go down to uh jeffersonville indiana yeah but we'll at least have like sunday to recover for the most part so it won't be like an all-day trip sunday because we'll be able to crash so saturday night you're gonna you're gonna have to bring like a air mattress or something that friday night right because my couch sucks i may uh may just recline and uh get some recliner sleep all right, so like I said, after that, we, we headed to the show. I had the interview with Broner, which, I mean, by the time we got to the venue and got up uh, 
to where uh, we were going to record in the locker room. He might have showed up like 10, 15 minutes later. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't seem that long later. Like I was able to set up. Uh, we were bullsh- bullshitting with Clemens beforehand. And like, I think I was like chilling on, like messing with my phone a little bit when Broner came in and was ready. So I missed all of the pre-show stuff, which uh, I've seen the pre-show is now available on IWTV. As much as well, this show is also available on IWTV right now, as we're recording, they're having the, the premiere of it. So when you're listening, it's definitely going to, it should be live to, to stream. So, uh, what was the pre-show like? Cause I didn't necessarily see any of it. Um, it was interesting. There was some, some younger talent that I hadn't seen before. Um, it was fun watching uh, any type of like wrestling when I get a chance to watch it with um, some wrestlers. It's always really entertaining to see their views on stuff. So I, I was sitting up in the uh, balcony watching it. wasn't paying too, too much attention, um, but they had some interesting people. Um, obviously, a uh, friend of the show, Riley Rose, was uh, in the main event of the, mat- in the, of the, of the pre-show in like a triple threat. Um, so, and I didn't really see most of his match actually of all the matches. He's the, like the, by the time the main event came around is like when I came in and sat uh, in on the interview to like wrap up the stuff with Broner. So that's kind of how it worked out, unfortunately. And that's where you can hear in the interview from last week, Jocelyn yell, <laughs> Riley, you suck. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we're going to be doing this review a little bit differently than than normal mainly because like you know we're not as familiar with all of the talent um obviously this was our first time at owa so kind of gonna like bring up some matches and our thoughts on the talent that was in them and um we'll go from there we'll start off with and i didn't load up any soundbite to play for in between (laughs) these matches i'm not gonna use the aw one for this but we started off with big twan tucker versus Jack Price versus Tony Johnson. And I, I liked starting off with this because I'm like somewhat familiar with two of them. And obviously Big Twan, you know, been watched him for years at AIW. But Jack Price, I have heard through uh, Isaiah Broner. He has a, a faction with him and a third member who the uh, name escapes me right now. And Tony Johnson. And Tony Johnson, I believe, don't quote me, like might be like a sometimes third man of the main event. Cause I, I want to say I've seen him with the main event at a dropkick diabetes show. And he, he was wearing, you know, uh, like a track jacket or whatever that said the main event. So I like starting off with these three, like I said, two names I was kind of familiar. So I got to see what they were like, especially with Jack Price and Tony Johnson, just be a little bit more familiar with them all in all. No, I'm definitely a fan of the three. Uh, what were your thoughts on on these guys? Uh, this is a good three way to start off with. Um, lots of action. Uh, got the crowd up and going and uh, had a lot of cool stuff in it. I enjoyed it. There is one thing that we missed. Um, the show started off with our good buddy Will as the ring announcer, uh, hyping up the crowd to start the show. And out comes AC Mac. And we get the great, great little bit of... AC Mac having the ring announcer hold the title for him while he talks. And we basically got a nice little back and forth between 
AC Mac and ACH, where KCH wanted AC Mac to put up the title that night. Obviously, as what's been said before uh, on the internet and and other shows with AC Mac that you know he's only going to be defending it in the South, which I like. But obviously, when you have him on shows, like people are going to want the title to be put on the line because I think there was another sh- uh, show that had something similar where they wanted AC Mac to put the title up. But unfortunately he was in the North, but I actually think he did, but he ended up winning. I think it was against Willow. So basically we get it set for later in the night uh, for the main event that if ACH wins, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, he would have, he could challenge later for the title in the South. Yes. Okay. So remember that for the main event. And uh, we didn't take notes or do any live tweeting, uh, but I do believe the next match might have been Frontman, Jaw, and Pretty Boy Smooth. Obviously, Smooth is someone we're also very familiar with. This was my first actual exposure to Frontman, Jaw, and listening to him on the mic and just listening to him speak, he really reminded me of AC Mac. And I'm not saying that as in like he's they're trying to He's trying to be like AC Mac or, or whatever I'm saying. There's like this confidence level of the way he talks to where like, Ooh, I could, I could listen to this guy cut promos. I could listen to him on the mic. He'd be, he would be very interesting and would stand out. So first guy on the card that I was like, I'm a fan already. And I, I want to see more of them. Thoughts on pretty boy smooth versus front man. Um, so we've seen Pretty Boy Smooth a bunch, and uh, I've seen From Anja a couple times. Um, mainly, I first time I saw him was through Time Bomb, and then I know he's been making his rounds on the East Coast and uh, showing up at different places and really putting in the work and showing up, uh, you know, everywhere. And so I was excited to be able to actually see him wrestle because when I did see him at Time Bomb um, in North Dakota uh, last year, he didn't wrestle. Um, he just showed up, I think right before the main event and they set up a match for the, their time mom's last show that actually happened, uh, last week. Uh, well, yeah, last Thursday. Um, so I didn't get to see him wrestle live. So the getting to see him wrestle live and against PB was really cool. Um, and like, he's, they're, they're both very talented and, uh, I just, I, I would like to see from a lot more places. Like. I, I like that he's doing what he's doing and I just, I want to see him everywhere cause he's really good. Same with PB PB has been good for how long. So like we know he's getting opportunities, different places in Pittsburgh and all that kind of stuff. So he just gets, keeps it up. I'm sure, you know, we'll be seeing him uh, weekly on uh TV eventually. And let's bring this up with smooth that, you know, over the past few years, he's really, tweaked his character here and there and now and and rise like he's doing something completely different like i haven't got to sit down and watch a lot of it but when i see pictures i'm like oh like he's experimenting and i like it it's nothing against like what he's doing but a guy who's willing to like say like let me try something right oh yeah going back to the first match uh tony johnson won that one and then pretty boy smooth won over frontman jaw after that we got which this was supposed to be a completely different match it was supposed to well not completely different but uh jocelyn navarro versus brooke valentine uh 
Westbrook got injured a week or so before, I do believe, and had to pull out from her bookings of this weekend. And ironically enough, they were going to be back-to-back matches with Jocelyn Navarro at Black Wrestlers Matter. Uh, it was replaced with <laughs> fucking Broner, which was great. And then for this one, it was a guy named Jamal King. I, I don't know a lot about him, but you're going up against the official wrestler of Wrestling Cheers, so I'm going to be rooting for her. So he necessarily didn't make an impression with me, but maybe if I see him against somebody else, I'd be like, all right, I can, I can now uh, enjoy you more. I mean, this was just his match for, uh, you know, he was a last minute replacement. This, this match was for Jocelyn to showcase her really. Uh, so it was an intergender match. And then they just, you know, really showcased her talent. He obviously played the heel, uh, saying, you know, he had never faced a woman before and da, 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 da. And then he proceeded to get his ass handed to him by a woman. So it was a good story. Uh, they did a lot of like, old school storyline type stuff with this, like nothing too crazy, just some basic stuff. And they even did that with from where he came out, cut a promo basically like, you know, um, making fun of PB smooth and uh, that kind of thing. And then PB came out and, uh, you know, had the good guy run against Jaws. So, I mean, it just, it did like a fun little like storyline type stuff to get you into the match. If you didn't know who they were, if you know who they were, like it was just a little added uh, seasoning on top. So, yeah, I think even actually with the show come the thing about it, like I knew at least one person in every match and one of them was a wrestler that I, I knew of, but I didn't get to, I've never got to see live and I got to see them live at this show. We'll get to that one later, but Jocelyn won over Jamal as she so rightfully deserves. <laughs> After this though, uh, we got a great match between JDX and Trey Lamar for the OWA heavyweight championship and i became there was another dude i became a fan of jdx in this match like him and trey fucking went at it and i was thoroughly impressed i've been told that we might be seeing jdx in april and if that's true i'm i want to be really excited to see that yeah i think uh you know both guys put on a, a hell of a match and uh going into intermission this is the kind of thing you want to you know go into intermission with is, is a high caliber match like this jdx again yeah first time me seeing him uh definitely became a fan right away we even featured him on the uh wrestler spotlight on iwtv guide uh last week um so that was really cool uh we reached out to him got to speak with him a little bit uh, very nice guy uh can't wait to see more from him and of course it was great seeing trey um mm-hmm. who we hadn't seen in a hot minute and uh getting to reconnect with him and uh, you know, steal his title at the end of the night and uh, become the <laughs> WA champion. Um, just, just felt right. You know, <laughs> you know, you never gave me my fucking photo credits for the, all, all those photos I took. I don't give anybody photo credit for any <laughs> photos they take. I'll say I didn't give you any either. So yeah. Yeah. No, let me see the last time we saw Trey. I'm trying to like, I want to say it was a summer Odeon show because we found out he was moving and we went up and talked to him and gave him a hug. Um, it was the, the tournament show, the yes. tournament show. Yes, it was. Yes. Yeah. Cause I, I just pulled up the picture that I have of everybody and I have a picture of just Trey from that day and it was posted on July 31st. So yeah, it was Chandler Biggins, uh, memorial show. Yes. 
Chile posted on the 31st, but that was after midnight, but still like it put, I knew there was a show the next day and I couldn't remember if it was that or rager. So yeah, that got us into intermission. Uh, do you want to let's talk about the food for a second? I got, which I got, we both got our food before the show or I got, you got yours before the show. I got mine at the beginning of the show. And I think, uh, I think my buzzer went off right after Jocelyn's match, like literally like as she won. Uh, I got chicken strips and mozzarella sticks, pretty much typical bar food, but done. I don't want to say done right, but it just flat out wasn't disgusting. It made it to where like, Uh, it was good. good. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't, I'm not going to be like, Oh, it's like, it's this great, fantastic food. It's like, it, it's what you expect from a good bar, good bar food. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like go there and try this. It was just like if you're there, it's pretty decent food to eat. And I mean, it was I got chicken tenders and fries, and it was I thought it was fine. I wolfed mine down. So yeah, I was fast, really hungry as fast as I could eat mine. Uh, but uh, at the end of the show, you uh, you went for some pizza. Yeah, man. Like I was like. You know, I'd only eaten that chicken tenders that day. So, like, I was really hungry and I was like, oh, I'll get us a pizza for the ride home. And literally, it was, oh, I want to say, like, one match after intermission and they had shut down. So, there was no pizza to be had. Yeah. I think you went up, like, right after that first match, like, as the second match was about to start. Yep. So, and I should have pe- went during intermission. <laughs> I've heard so much on social media about their pizzas. Now I'm like, fuck, I'm kind of sad we didn't get their pizza so now when we go back we we have to try it and uh, this is the other thing too um this is as far as what i was told like the the balcony those seats sell quicker than front row and rightfully so uh number one with those seats and the balcony like they're there they have a table so if you have any food or drinks like it can easily go on there and the view in some of those sections are pretty good so I know if we ever go back and I'm able to grab some tickets, like as soon as they go online, um, there's a particular table I'm going to grab and yeah, chill. There. I think that, I mean, there's really not a bad seat anywhere in that venue. Oh, no. Like venue wise. I fucking love that venue because mm-hmm. your voice carries the way <laughs> that it's designed. It's almost like, um, I want to say it's like, it feels like you're there. You're wrestling in a lobby. So like my voice carried when I would yell shit, it would carry to like, you could, they could definitely hear me. Whereas like at the Odeon, my voice does not carry and I lose my voice after yelling for like twice. Cause it just, it doesn't carry in there. Um, but like this place, it carried really well. So I was able to yell a bunch of stuff and like not lose my voice. And then just, there's not a bad seat. I mean, you can yeah. see from every angle, even if you got like the cheapest seats, like the bar staff could see perfect. Like mm-hmm. if you sit up top, those are prime seats. Like those are our excellent, like probably the best, like getting to watch a pre-show from up there was dope. Um, it was basically like having a hard cam view the whole time. It was great. Um, but I was watching a wrestling show. So I've seen tweets that said that one of the reason, like whoever said this, like they get those uh, balcony seats or a balcony table is they get a pizza and they throw the pizza on the table and boom. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, that's a smart move. Yeah. I, I can't imagine like sitting there like front row or even just anywhere on the floor. And like, you got this pizza and you, you want to like go scarf down on it. And it's like, you can get like a pretty big pizza. I forget the exact size, but it's not like, Oh, just all personal pan pizza. It's like, no, like you can get like a, a, a regular size pizza. And 
I don't want to say if we go back, but we're definitely going to go back one way or another. So that's going to like have to be like top of my list. <laughs> like we're going to probably- well, I'm the defending OWA heavyweight champion. Now, so <laughs> I have to go back and defend my belts. Are you going to have to like relinquish the title? Cause you can't go to the next show. Uh, no, I'm, I'm going to just, uh, I'm going to send somebody to defend the title for me. I think I'm just going to have Trey defend the title for me. Okay. Um, Noted. Cause that's just, you know, the move. And then, uh, uh, hopefully he doesn't lose it for me. So coming out of intermission, which we meant, uh, fuck. Since I'm not going off a regular format, I'm everywhere on this shit, but going back to pre-intermission, it was, uh, Trey Lamar getting the win and retaining the OWA heavyweight championship until the end of the night. I, uh, allegedly 24, <laughs> seven rules. <laughs> so came back from intermission with don't die miles versus Anthony Bennett. And I was excited to see don't die miles. They were somebody that I've seen a lot of over the past couple years. I just never got to see them. They don't come anywhere near us. I mean, that, I mean, this is the, the closest. Yeah. Miles had, um, their, uh, you know, rise during COVID. So it was really hard to get a chance to see them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, this match, I, miles was doing everything he could, but I, I just don't think, I think it was a very mismatched match. Like it just, it didn't work right. Um, yeah. there was a lot of hiccups. Um, unfortunately miles is great though. And, uh, definitely can't wait to see them again. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Uh, I hope to interview them at some point. They, they are on my list. They weren't on the one that I put out at the end of the year for this year. Cause I have like, I have like a short list that I, I publicly put, but then I have like this master list that like I divide people up of, okay, this won't sound really bad, but um, a lot of race and gender just because I want to be able to make sure I spotlight as many people, kind of people as possible. So if it's sometimes it's like, I feel like I've been lacking on non-binary wrestlers. So let's do that. Or obviously I actually started that type of list when I was realizing I wasn't getting as much black talent on. So I'm like, I want to make sure I highlight everybody. So as bad as that sounds like I divide everybody up on the list, but it's just so I know where to pull from to make sure everybody of all kinds get spotlighted yeah i think that's you know diversity right now there's there's so many um different talents out there and you know what you're used to um and like what your your normal base is just it can can be expanded at any point in time because there's just like there's so many you know interesting stories to be told in wrestling so it doesn't have to be you know relegated to one type of person so yeah um, and I think that everybody, you know, has these interesting and unique views on wrestling. So there's, there's all kinds of different stuff you can, any direction you can go in. So it's really cool. Like, I really, I really enjoy getting to see other people's views on stuff. And, you know, sometimes they click really well and sometimes it's like, oh, I never thought of it that way. And it just, it's interesting takes. Um, I enjoy it. I also have a section on there for just tag teams because that's a whole different format that. I'm probably going to be doing very soon. Yes. Got to get them. I, I know the format and I'm excited for it. Cause we talked about it after the show. Can't wait to hear some of those. Those are, those are high on my list of interviews. I want to hear. So yeah, it's just going to come down to getting 
uh, people in person because that's how I imagine it to be done. And uh, for literally pre-COVID, PME was going to be the first ones to do it. Then, yeah, COVID happened. The show we were going to do it at got canceled and it's been postponed since I have ticket a ticket for it or tickets for it and still... I don't know what's going on with that. But anyway, I might tweak it and we might get the main event first. We'll see how just shit goes. That's just, it's going to come down to scheduling. But back to uh, this match, uh, Anthony Bennett picked up the win over Don't Die Miles. Like the next three matches were also good. Like nothing against any other match, nothing against Miles and Bennett. Just these three were great and maybe partial of knowing most of the talent. Uh, First up, we had Isaiah Broner versus Mysterious Q. Match of the night. Hmm. Sorry, everybody. It was match of the night. <laughs> yeah. This match yeah. had me on the edge of my seat. Uh, I was slamming the guardrail. I was going insane during this match. It was so fucking good. Like, go out of your way to see this, everybody. OWA is available right now. Good Trouble 3. Go watch the show. Watch this match. You like Broner and AIW. This is Broner and AIW on a whole nother level. Like him and Q beat the fuck out of each other. This was awesome. Yeah. Q was a dude that I know I've seen him on posters and match graphics, but hadn't necessarily followed, but he was a great opponent for Broner. Like, obviously I would have wanted Broner to win. It was uh mysterious Q that picked up the victory, but still, uh, so so much fun, so much fucking ass beating. I'm cr- wasn't oh, was it this match that had a one count? I believe so. I believe I want to say Broner got hit with something and he fucking kicked out at one. Yeah, I think it was right before he got beat. <laughs> I think he kicked out of whatever it was, and then he got hit with another move, and then that was the end. But <laughs> yeah, it was oh shit. This this match was fired all the way through, like. We knew going in, this was like our match we really wanted to see, and it delivered in spades. Like, it was so fucking good. Yeah. Like I said, uh, Mysterious Q won over Isaiah Broner. Then we get into the main event, but not the main event. It's the main event, TME versus the Infantry. And I didn't notice it, but we heard people talk about this afterwards. I think it was Mouse, that there was a, there's kind of the main event pop, like when their music hits. And it's that dude, the music is hype as fuck, man. Like you get that going. It's one it's, of it's it's one of my favorites in AIW. Like I'll just yeah. randomly put it on. Like actually I think the next day I was at work listening to it. Oh yeah, it's on my playlist. Like if I'm I'm at work and I'm doing stuff and it comes on, like I get hype. It's it's just a song you just get so fucking hyped to it. It's so good. So fucking good. And so saying, like if you you know that last match got you going crazy there was no no cool down from it because now this this just you got them coming out fucking jumping around i was like yes let's go and then this match just great tag match uh i might have seen the infantry once or twice before um but they worked really well with main event and mm-hmm. um i really enjoyed this match i actually like this match more than i liked uh the pme main event match uh that we got to see at aiw uh the last aiw show okay these guys i thought this was just much better um really really enjoyed this uh match and um i it's it's interesting to like see uh tme 
be the, the faces and have like the face in peril because they're such big guys. So if if you are that you know team going up against them, uh, you know trying to get the heat and do all that kind of stuff, it's really interesting to see like the strategy of how they're gonna do that because like these guys are so fucking big, like it's really hard to like believably keep them down and keep them away from each other and like work you know work them over but uh you know the infantry fucking did it and made it look legit and it was it was really really good um so i i really enjoyed this match i mean this string of matches these last three matches were all excellent um this was like when it really just like you know they took their foot off the brake and just all gas the rest of the way and it was it was good stuff yeah the big huge fans of the main event over here and uh, yeah, they picked up the win over the infantry. I think the infantry would be a team that uh, I try to keep my eye on. Not necessarily impressing me as much as frontman Ja and JDX did, but nonetheless, I I I, I want to see I want to see them more. Yeah, I I, I want to see more. And I will say this too: it was just like seeing them in a graphic. I was just like, oh, like this is like this is a team that has something together, and mm-hmm. I I want to see uh, more that they can do. Right. Next up. Now we have the main event of the evening, ACH versus AC Mack. And like I said earlier in the show, if ACH would win, he would get a title shot in the South. And like, I'm, I'm so happy to see AC Mack where he's at and be able to uh, showcase his skills. Cause I, I, I've even said it before that I thought going into COVID that or even before we knew COVID was going to shut everything down, that, he was on this rise and he was really starting to make a name for himself. And then his momentum got derailed. And now we're starting to pick back up where we were two years ago. And with him as champion, love seeing it. And obviously to go up against a guy like ACH, a guy who, you know, before getting signed to WWE was like a name on the Indies. He always killed it, left WWE and has had like some issues with things. I don't necessarily want to get into it, but he's still the same talent. And I felt like this was a great showcase of what AC Matt can do against a talent as caliber as ACH. And it kind of like, it, it also helps to not, because obviously AC Mac beat Alex Shelley. And it's not like this is just some random person that doesn't have much of a buzz. Like I would say AC matches AC, not AC Mac, but ACH is comparable to Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley may be a little bit more established and all that kind of stuff, but still like same level talent. So it's no secret that I have not been a huge fan of ACH uh, for quite a while. I've always just said he's just a kind of like a boring guy to me. Um, This match made me eat my words, seeing him live and seeing this match. Like I was really entertained throughout the entire match. Um, The chop he did on the outside to the wall where AC Mac moved and he fucking smacked the wall, like full force was insane. Hopefully that comes across really well on the audio. Cause it was like loud as fuck. He legit smacked the fuck out of that wall with his hand. Um, uh, the overall, like AC Mac is just so talented. Yeah. I, I would agree that he is, you know, ACH is definitely on that same level as Alex Shelley, uh, maybe a step down, but definitely like, I, I don't know, man, he's, he hasn't been spotlighted as much. I know he had some like mental health issues and stuff like that a few years ago. And I'm really happy that he's back and just doing what he loves. And he looked 
you know, really focused and really happy to be there and everything. Um, when I got to see him, uh, when he first came in and everything like that, uh, he actually asked me if he could put his gear down next to, uh, the chair I was sitting in. And I'm just like, this is your chair, sir. I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm, this is not my chair. This is your chair. I was like, I'm just saving it for you. <laughs> so he's, he's really great guy. Um, and I think that, uh, you know, this match, excellent showcase for, for a main event. You got these two just tearing it up. And I mean, they excellent match. I mean, it was, like I said, starting with that Broner match, it was just all gas, no breaks, craziness all the way through until the end. And, uh, can't wait to to see what you know if they mix it up again. I'd definitely like to see it happen. Uh, AC Mac did get the win over ACH, so unfortunately, ACH will not be getting that title opportunity. But then afterwards, we got uh, Trey Lamar coming out, and uh, if, I, if I remember correctly, Trey basically challenging AC Mac, not for this show, but later on. I think it was at yeah, the, the next show. Might be, yeah, I want to say it might even be title for title. Yeah, so that could be really interesting too. Uh, and Trey's been champion; he was their first champion and uh, has held the belt for over a year now. So, and he's beat Alex. Shelley. Actually, March March sixth, um, Trey have held the belt for a year. So, so yeah, by the time that show happens, yeah, it will be a year. Yeah, and like I said, that uh, Trey Lamar has also beat Alex Shelley. Yeah, he has. Um, well, I guess technically he didn't make it the year because I did beat him for the belt after the show. <laughs> Breaking your own cave, Abe. Yeah, you know. And uh, that's where we ended the show. Uh, it was uh, Trey Lamar's theme played about 20 times on loop. <laughs> Literally after the show ended. Yeah, and then I tried to steal the uh, IWTV uh, title from AC Mack. And he palmed my face like it was nothing, kicked me in the dick and ran. So, yeah. And but that, I did get the title from Trey Lamar. So he was, you know, a little bit easier to defeat. So I don't, I don't know if that means anything when they face each other, but I definitely know you don't want to get kicked in the dick by AC Mac. Yeah. He's like just the tip of the foot. It's too damn perfect. It's a right in there. It's ridiculous. Tip to tip. Yeah. Ridiculous. Too damn good at it. And that was, uh, that was the night. That was the show. Uh, I do want to say that from what I've seen and experienced, what they say about all black show locker rooms are true. Uh, everybody just hanging out, goofing off. And it was, you know, it, it, it did seem like a family. Whether oh, it, for sure. It was definitely felt like a family. But you know what? Even, even in that um, instance, like... I guess not all locker rooms that I've been in, but a majority have felt that way. But this definitely, um, you could tell like everybody was like so excited to see each other, um, mm-hmm. which is like more than it usually is. Um, it was really nice. All right. Any uh, final thoughts or last minute plugs before we go? Um, so overall for show thoughts, uh, definitely check this out. If you can, like I said, those last three matches are just, you know, bangers, each of them, watch them, enjoy them, um, support black wrestlers, go buy some merch. Uh, I, you know, already talked to Broner. He's going to have merch starting, uh, this month. So buy Isaiah Broner merch, uh, make him a rich man. Like he should be. Um, 
I'm, I know I have a shirt already, you know, saved for me that he said he'd have for me. So I will be getting that in Akron. Um, I don't even know what it looks like yet, but I already know I'm going to want it. So um, support, you know, your favorite black wrestler. Um, support wrestling as a whole, man. Like there doesn't need to be like, you know, one token black guy on a show. But book a bunch of them. They're, they're awesome. Like they're, they're, there's there's so many uh, talented black wrestlers that deserve a spot. Um, and I think that this is just going to show like, look how many there are that deserve these spots. Use them. They're awesome. Um, check out my po- other podcast. If you catch my grift, uh, we just did a show on Fred Phelps and the Westboro Baptist church, uh, which has elicited their attention on Twitter. Um, so that's fun. Um, the other podcast that I produce, uh, IWTV Guide, they did a uh, TWE uh, show from November as the review this week, and they're lining up a couple guests. I believe Ed from Pod Van Dam might be showing up at the end of the month. Um, we've been in talks with a certain professional referee um, from AIW to come on the show, and. Um, yeah, so we got lots of fun stuff coming up. Uh, if you like uh, going back to the other show, if you catch my grift, if you like shows about scam artists, you know, grifters, that kind of stuff, true crime podcast, check us out. Uh, there's lots of great episodes. Um, trying to do stuff uh, biweekly. Um, I think there's a Patreon coming soon uh, with lots of additional content. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Appreciate it. Uh, follow me on uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram charlie underscore butters uh thank you and of course you can find myself at j summers 330 on tiktok twitter and instagram much you can find the show on facebook twitter and instagram facebook.com slash wrestling cheers twitter.com slash wrestling cheers and instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com and we have the merch store over at whatamaneuver.net like I said earlier in the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. You're ever listening to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com, and all of those links, social media, as well as all the places you can listen to us can be found at our link tree, which is in the show notes. Be sure to check out our friends on the Trending Topics Network, such as All Beer Inside, Eurovision Showcase, and the Spanish Announce Table. Check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, the Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, the IndieCast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, At Odds with Wrestling, Marks with Mics, This Ends at Prom and Porch Talk, and check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, the Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Heart of Gold, Toy Hio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name. And never forget, Black Wrestlers Matter. Later. Mm-hmm.
It's the wrestling cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. And then we sit back, other shows are in the trash, kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice, wearing all the gold Wrestling Cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max, signing off Ohio, good night The world, good night We love you, we'll see you next week